Hello and welcome. Today I'm speaking to Ian Clark, who is an employer-nominated trustee for the Yale Pension Plan, about how he came to be a trustee and what he likes about it and what tips he would give to others who are thinking about this. Ian, welcome. Welcome, yes. Hi. Hi. Um, Ian, can you take us back to why you chose to become a trustee? Yeah, sure. Um, it was back in 2010 that uh, employer Yale said they were going to stop the uh, or they were considering stopping uh, the Yale pension scheme to accrual and so I joined what was an employee sort of representative board to uh, talk to the trustees and uh, obviously uh, our we were trying to stop them closing it at the time but uh, the process really interested me because uh, I worked for Yale for 31 and a half years back then it was about 25 so therefore the pension was really important to me so it was a sort of enlightened self-interest if you like I wanted mm -hmm. to see if we could keep the pension plan open to accrual and uh, if not I wanted to see what would happen so having got an interest through that process they did in fact close it but they gave a very generous uh, contribution for those who were in the final salary scheme uh, mm -hmm. ongoing uh, I then decided that I would apply at the next opportunity to become a trustee. So I became a trustee, a member nominated trustee back in 2012. And uh, yes, that was an eye opener because you go in knowing nothing and uh, it's all very different because my daytime job at Yale was in sales management. So it was absolutely different. Lots uh, longer time spans and not uh, how your sales been today, this afternoon, this morning. Yeah. And was being a trustee what you had expected or was it completely different? Uh, there was a lot more work because as a member nominated trustee, I had my daytime job and the trustee work. And you did the trustee work in your own time, apart from when you had meetings. So there was a kind of, mm. you still had the day job to do. So it increased the intensity and also the drive for efficiency in, in my day job to allow me to be able to read around uh, what I needed for the trustee role. Mm -hmm. and, and do you think that emphasises the need for employers to give time off to member-nominated trustees? To I, uh, obviously, it depends on the business whether they can actually afford to do that, but ideally, yes, uh, you would have some time to dedicate to being a trustee because it's a different mindset. There's a lot of reading around it and... Initially, when you go in, you don't know a lot. I, from a sales background, I didn't uh, have a, a great understanding of investment principles, actuarial factors, the legal implications. That's stuff you learn as you go. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, very interesting journey. Yeah, and and you said you became a member nominated trustee as if it was uh, very easy, but uh, I assume there's a process involved. In oh yes, yeah, I had to uh, go for an interview. Um, it was um, at the time before auto-enrolment started, so I know they were talking about it at the time. So I remember going to the interview and having really uh, got quite interested in what auto-enrolment meant and the percentages and things. So I think that knowledge actually held me in good stead because uh, I was up against some other candidates and uh, was successful. So yes, and uh, started my five-year tenure. Mm -hmm. So was that uh, was it a selection procedure from the panel, or were you? Uh, well, yes, it was an interview with uh, 
I think it was a chair and one trustee. Right. Okay. And I think there was three or four people came for interview. Mm-hmm. And so you became a trustee and what, what was the driver in your role? By this time, 2012, uh, the, the, the L pension plan had a deficit of something like 225 million. Um, Yale was had been declining in turnover since the credit crunch of 2008 and so again I I was worried about what was going to happen to my pension and obviously looking after fellow members as well it was really important to me to understand where we were and how we could go about sorting ourselves out to get into a better position and what actually transpired is in 2011 Yale which was at the time a PLC went into administration, so we were very close to be going into the uh, PPF. Right. We managed to keep hold to fight another day, and uh, the journey's been fantastic because we've gone from a £225 million deficit to a, a small surplus now. We've got a very um, conservative technical provisions of 0.1 over gilt, so we're looking to do buyout this year if possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you you said you, your main concern was for the members and that's what's been driving you. Um, obviously, there are different interests around a trustee, around the table at a trustee meeting, I would imagine. How is, what are the dynamics like? What's the... Uh, well, that, that, well, that, that is that? a really interesting thing that struck me about the difference between being in sales management and being a trustee on a trustee board. Um, our... Uh, advisors were Alan and o- or are Alan and Overy as solicitors, actuarial, we have, uh, first actuarial. Um, so there's a lot of very clever people coming in and talking to us um, as advisors, and the dynamic within the actual trustee board was different from different strokes, different folks, chief financial officer. So it was for me. I was being exposed to a higher level of thinking than in my daytime role. So I really enjoyed the listening to the experts, taking on the views, but over a couple of years developing my own opinions as about what we should and shouldn't be doing. And mm. I think that the, there's, you do need time to grow into the role. And after a couple of years, I felt, yes, very confident mm. in having my own opinions and trying to make a real difference. Mm-hmm. And do you think experience is the main thing that gives you that confidence to say what I, you think or ask questions? Well, uh, if, or are there other things that can help? Well, obviously, you, you go through trustee training, so doing the, uh, the, the pension regulator trustee toolkit. Uh, we have CPD days every year and ongoing reading, you know, follow Mallow Street, read up myself. So there is quite a lot of stuff to take on board, but you kind of assimilate the knowledge and start to get used to all the different terminology because there's so much jargon in pensions when you first come in. You go, well, you know, what's a S75? What's this? What's a SIP? There's so many bits of jargon you have to grow to to learn what they mean and how they all fit together. Um, So it does become easier over time you just assimilate that knowledge and you can put uh, you can understand what it means and therefore make some valid contributions to what we should be doing 
Mm-hmm. And and once you've got that experience and and have got around the the jargon, which is obviously not not a great feature of the pensions industry, um, what what can a lay trustee bring to a pension fund in your view? Well, for me, I even now, even though I've now retired myself, I know a lot of people who are either deferred members, pensioners, because it was my working life. I think it's really important to have. Uh, trustees who are actually do know the company do know the because I know the people and in contact with a lot of them I could cut through a lot of the distance between the trustee board and particularly those people who've subsequently left the business I quite often get calls and uh, messages directly to me and which I was able to take to the board so that was really useful in helping communication yeah I can imagine yes and um, how has working in pensions changed, in your view, since you first joined? The reality of um, everyone needing to get to buy out has become more and more apparent. Um, there are virtually no schemes left to accrual. Um, if they are, they tend to be in local governments, but in the private sector, probably a handful. Um, mm. The road to buyout has become very um well difficult in many ways because you you've got to try and do the right thing in terms of your investment uh, decisions now uh that has been for us very difficult we we say had a big deficit we went into ldi we 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 certainly you know, we didn't we for the last two years we haven't had any equities at all so we've uh, managed to steer our way through Mm-hmm. And um, what what would you say is needed to make pensions work better? Well, I think now um, depends whether you're talking DC defined contribution or defined benefit. Um, our defined contribution is now in a master trust, and legal and general are basically looking after that. And I'm sure they're they're probably far more effective than we ever were at um, letting people know what the implications of their saving ratios are and obviously the more you put in the younger you put in the the better you'll be off the sooner you can retire from a defined benefits point of view uh, it's really important to make sure that um, people understand the strength of the covenant the strength of the position uh, relative to buyout um, there's so many with the new pension freedoms there's so many things to consider it's uh, it's difficult to mm. know what the right thing to do each member is different they'll have different choices depending on their circumstances yeah yeah and has there been a highlight in your time as a trustee oh absolutely um from basically being in contact with the pensions regulator then they were very interested in us because I thought we were going to fall into the pension protection fund. Mm-hmm. Um, from turning that deficit of 225 million to where we are now, which is self-sufficiency, looking to buy out has been a series of great um, investment decisions. We'd like to say it's all trustees decisions, but of course the advisors advises really well. We've taken that advice. We've been quite timely at times, quite lucky. But that highlight to be within touching distance of 
members getting full benefits is absolutely brilliant you know so um, hopefully if we get it to get the deal done this year um, that will be done our job will be done mm-hmm. and what would you say to those who are still contemplating becoming a member nominated trustee where schemes are still open i would say it's um really important that uh, if you want to try and understand what's happening to your pension it, it helps shape my own personal investments i think it works on so many levels you mix with a different set of people to your day job and um, so as a, as a lay trustee it's a marvelous opportunity to see things you wouldn't normally see um yes it's hard work but uh, i would never regret being a member nominated trustee um, i think it's fantastic uh, in what happened to me when i retired it was I took a redundancy package, so the company didn't want me to stop being a trustee. So I then, in 2016, became an employee-nominated trustee. So switched, but my heart is with them as a member-nominated trustee. And uh, there's really important work to do to look after your members. Mm-hmm. And you're clearly enjoying it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Ian, thank you very much for sharing your experience with us today. Uh, no problem at all. Hopefully uh, that's uh, that's useful to people.